everyone, welcome, hope you're doing well. Uh, so what we're trying to do uh, through this content and in this season is wrestle with what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus in everyday life in 21st century on the peninsula. So if you're in your well community or maybe you're in a pod and you're working through the content, I hope it is helpful. Uh, make sure to try the experiments, make sure to wrestle with the questions, and I hope these uh, teachings, these conversations between Aaron and I are super helpful. Cool. So we're talking about, again, practicing the way of Jesus. What does that look like? Today we wanted to talk about justice and mercy. Yeah. And just kind of, what does it look like as we follow Jesus to be a people of justice and mercy, you know, in our day and age, following Jesus in our world? And I think, yeah. kind of just maybe to start off thinking about, like, why this is important, just from a scriptural basis. Yeah. Right? You know, God creates humanity, men and women, in the image of God. Yeah. Right? So we're created with dignity, value, worth, respect, all those sorts of things, I think, yeah. be a part of what totally. it means to be made in the image of God. And that as sin enters the world, a bunch of injustice begins to happen, right? Yeah. The mistreatment of people, oppression, economic injustice, yeah. slavery. Yeah. I think, you know, Israel gets delivered out of oppression, yeah. out of an unjust the first, like, society. first, like, third Genesis is, like, dominated by violence. Totally, right? Yeah. And it becomes, it grieves God's heart, yeah. even, in Genesis 6. Yeah. You get into, after the Exodus, the Hebrew prophets come onto this scene, and they lament, essentially, yeah. Israel's lack of justice. Totally. Right? Where they're essentially becoming, like, the unjust yeah. oppressors that they were freed from, yeah. in a lot of ways. In the Exodus. Totally, in the Exodus, exactly. And how the call is to actually mimic, if you will, God, who yeah. is righteous and just. It's yeah. this twin pairing that you see all throughout. Mishpat, Mishpat Zedekah, Zedekah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's this, you'll see it all throughout. Just read yeah. Isaiah, for example. It's all throughout. God is yeah. righteous and just. And Isaiah, in that example, calls Israel to be just that, to be righteous and yeah. just. And as the, you know, the story continues... You know, they're in exile, but the, the hope, the promise is that God will come back again, establish his shalom, his peace, yeah. make all things new. Jesus comes onto the scene, and especially, yeah. I think, in Luke's gospel, right? Luke seems to really kind of turn up the volume, if you will, and Jesus is sort of, I don't know, I guess, passion, if you will, yeah. for the oppressed and the yeah. marginalized, totally. things that we might consider like justice yeah. sort of issues and, and relationships, where he's constantly with the poor with the downcast, yeah. meeting with people, all those sorts of things. Even, I think, of the Luke 4, where he's reading the scroll yeah. of Isaiah. His ministry declaration. Exactly, right? Yeah. It's like, here I am, this is what yeah. I'm about. Bring good news to, to the, the poor. Exactly. Yeah. And again, we're talking about following Jesus, so we want to pattern our lives after him. So yeah. I don't know, as I kind of say some of those things, yeah. I give a big overview there. Where does that sort of land with you and yeah. perhaps your experience yeah. with this? Well, I mean, you know my story a little bit, but like, so I encountered the person Jesus in college, then was so sort of enamored with Jesus' love for the marginalized, mm -hmm. the disenfranchised, those who are oppressed. Yeah. You know, did the Peace Corps in Kenya. Okay, yeah. So I went to Kenya, lived in a little village, um, really leaned into these kind of things for a bit. Came back to the US, worked with teenage meth addicts and yeah. gang kids for four years, really leaning into this stuff. Then moved to San Jose, urban neighborhood, incarnational community mm -hmm. with other couples in one of the lowest income places in San Jose, yeah. doing a lot of this. And I guess I've noticed a few things, particularly for my generation and yours. Yeah. So basically folks under 40. Um, I've watched so many of my friends get super caught up and excited about God's justice and mercy mm -hmm. and lose their faith in the process. Yeah. Um, I've watched so many people, I think, end up putting justice, social justice in particular, yeah. in the center 
and actually becomes almost like a God substitute. Totally. Uh, and then they just burn out. Yeah. So rather than allowing God's mission to lead them, they're leading the charge. Yeah. Like, God cares about this. Totally. And then eventually they're like, you know, they're experiencing adrenal fatigue. Mm-hmm. They're like, why isn't God acting as quickly about yeah. my sort of campaign as I would like? And I get it. Like, I have a profound empathy for it. because like there's zealousness. I don't know if it's overzealous, but like, just like, they're no longer behaving like limited creatures mm-hmm. depending yeah. on the creator. Yeah. Right? So like, constantly pushing, constantly yeah. driving. These things matter, and they do. Totally. That's the hard part. People are suffering. Yeah. Like, people are suffering. There is wrong and evil Mm -hmm. in the world that we should care about. Totally. But we're also limited creatures. Mm -hmm. And so I just watched as, like, there's this push towards justice Mm -hmm. that if we're not careful, like, if we're not doing this, actually, I think in a biblical way, that we can go off course, I think, pretty quickly. Totally. Uh, so, like, when I look back on, like, let's say you mentioned Isaiah, right? Isaiah 58, there's this passage where he's talking about, you know, you're trying to connect to me through fasting, mm-hmm. right? But you're oppressing your workers. Yeah. So there's this, like, connect with me, but you're, like, being unjust. And what Jesus says is, why don't you connect with me by loving the hungry, yeah. feeding the poor, breaking bonds of injustice? And then, and I'll, I'll read it because I think it's a really yeah. cool, this is Isaiah 58. He says, uh, then you will call. And the Lord will answer, right? The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Mm-hmm. And so there's actually this picture of this intimacy, connection Connected. with God as we sort of care about the things of God. Yeah. And I think as we at Wellspring lean into justice and mercy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Micah 6.8, like do justice, yeah, do, do it, it. Yes. rock it, love kindness, yeah. do it. And while you do it, walk humbly with your God. Yeah. That these things have to go together. And fundamentally, for conviction of mine is that actually justice and mercy, kindness, these things, compassion, they flow out of a connectedness with the creator, with Jesus, who sustains us and gives us life. Yeah. Then, then we actually have life to offer the world. Totally. We have justice to offer the world. We it have something. A, a source and a, and a yeah. power outside of ourselves. Or yeah. Depending on our action, our thoughts, our. Totally. Whatever we can muster up. Totally. Right? Yeah. And, then, and this is faithful. Like, this is, I think, even there's a beautiful picture in Matthew 25. I feel like there's actually this crazy connectedness. Mm, there we are. This is the... Between, like, you know, he's like, when you fed the hungry person you fed but me yeah right when you gave water to the thirsty person you fed visited yeah. the prisoner whatever the homeless sure it's like there's this actual unbelievable intimacy and connection with jesus, jesus as yeah. we do totally. these things yeah because jesus is identifying himself totally with in this profound and exactly. fundamental way totally yeah um and i think that should shape and inform the way we approach justice mercy totally. compassion in the world yeah uh, and we know, like, Jesus' heart breaks. Mm-hmm. God's heart breaks for people that are marginalized and impressed. Yeah. Our should, too. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I also think of, like, Luke 18. Jesus is talking about this picture of justice, mm-hmm. right? He's, like, talking about this widow. Yeah. And this widow is, like, pounding on, yeah. you know, sort of keeps talking and annoying the judge. And it's, like, basically, if this judge will grant justice to this widow, how much more will he grant justice to his elect, to people that are chosen, the people that he loves? You know, and I think so there's this intimacy or this connection between justice, compassion, and intercessory prayer, exactly. too. Yeah. No, like, we're not people just posting on social media, exactly. but yeah. we are people on our knees praying, praying for God's justice in the world, and then out of that prayerful, connected place, we're living that justice, totally. embodying it wherever we totally. go. Totally, yeah, I totally resonate with that. I just notice even, 
you know, lot, seeing things on social media, right? Yeah. Just with name your issue, name yeah. your tragedy of choice that's taken place for the past few years. Yeah. And kind of the reaction that ends up happening after a tragedy is that you'll get a group of people that will kind of have a hashtag or something, yeah. pray for yeah. this, this, and this, which is great and it's great, good. Want, yeah. And then on the other hand, you have a group of people that want to call for reform, do this yeah. action, do this next yeah. step. But it's not and often integrated. It's not integrated. And there's and what you'll get is criticism. Like, why why do you Christians just all just care about prayer? Yeah. Or And then kind of vice versa, back and forth. But scripturally, what you're saying is that there's an interconnection between praying, calling out to God, yeah. asking God to move and to act, asking that our hearts would be totally. formed and shaped and have God's heart and the action that yeah. flows out of that. Yeah. And I think the both and is a really important issue totally. as we're discussing this. One is essential to loving our neighbor. Yes, yeah. Right? This is Luke 10. This is the parable of the Good Samaritan. This is this idea of like, uh, you know, so this guy's broken on the ground, yeah. bleeding, like, who is the one loving their neighbor? The one that was merciful. The one that was merciful, yeah. Right? That should be the outflow totally. of our lives. Totally, yeah. Uh, but not at the expense of our intimacy with Jesus. Like, they have they to have flow to, together. They have to be together. And then we practice the way of Jesus. That's what he does. Yeah. Right? He's deeply connected with the Father. Yeah. And he's living out the Father's love for those who are marginalized, oppressed, and excluded. Totally. Yeah. yeah. This is good because it's really important, I think, when we're talking about this, even in our modern-day context, I think of... Um, Martin Luther King Jr. kind of has this famous quote, like the arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Yeah. That in the end, what he's getting at scripturally is that in the end, God will set all things mm. right. That it's this kind of yeah, faith. Revelation 21. Exactly. Faith all and trust in God. Yeah. It's, you know, Tolkien has that line, everything sad will become untrue, right? Mm. Like all the, the brokenness and the sadness of our yeah. world, God will, and he is the just judge. Genesis 18, will not yeah. the judge of the earth do what is right. Yeah. And it's as we abide in God, follow God, we begin to have his heart mm. and his desire to want to see that revealed and happen in our world. And that it's not disconnected from a deep relationship and understanding yeah. of who God is. Like those or our day-to-day -day discipleship. Totally. So I think yeah. there's this like this funny thing that happens where we care about the world. Mm. We love the world. Totally, we yeah. want justice for the world. So we do some hashtag movement, awesome, great. great. Yeah. But Martin Luther King also has this other quote. He says something like this. Uh, I might butcher it, but I'll be close. Uh, something like uh, a threat to justice uh, anywhere mm. is a threat to justice everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And I think there's a local sense of this. Totally. And I think this is where, like, on the practical side, we need to be a people who are paying attention to the places of oppression, mm -hmm. the places of marginalization, yeah. uh, injustice, in our local sort of daily totally. life. Yeah. And if we can't be a people that do a hashtag movement globally and then ignore our suffering neighbor. Yeah, the person right next to us. Right next to yeah. us, whether it's in the pew next to us, whether it's on our sort of walk to work, sitting outside Starbucks, yeah. whatever that is. I mean, this is one of the reasons here we do iHelp, yeah. right? So we have this ministry where folks come in, we do dinner together, totally. they sleep in our building, folks that are sort of struggling and don't have a place to live. And we're trying to figure out, like, how do we get to know people? Totally. In relationship, right here, in our neighborhood. yeah, in our neighborhood, in relationship, and how do we creatively bring our resources mm -hmm. to bear to serve and love and them according people. to like what they're wanting to accomplish in totally. their life? Yeah. So it's more of a coming alongside and partnering. But I think it has to begin with seeing, right? Mm -hmm. So you see in the the parable of the Good Samaritan, the the Pharisees walk by, right, and it's the Samaritan who sees, and one of the first things he does is he notices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think we live in a world where like. 
you know, you can live in a nice privileged community and avoid all the yeah. places you of pain. Or it's like sort of on your own route. Yeah. Um, but we see in the biblical narrative, God sees and we're invited to see, see. Yeah. the pain in the world. Totally and that yeah. leads us to prayer. That leads us to action. If we don't allow our eyes to see, often mm-hmm. our hearts will not be affected. Totally. Uh, so we don't want to watch the movies about like actual injustice yeah. in the world. Oh, it's, a, it's a downer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's, it's a reality of our like, world. Yeah, affect wake you. you up a little bit. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, just you're talking about seeing, you know, there's the lines in the gospel where Jesus sees the crowds or he sees the people mm-hmm. and he had the reverse That's compassion. compassion. Exactly. And the idea of compassion to suffer with, right. Yeah. He's entering into that, yeah. that pain, that moment. And he's there present yeah. with them. And it's coming from a place of connection for him to the father. And then also with, with the people, yeah. right? Like it's not just, you know, this distancing, like I'm privileged and I'm going to yeah. do my own thing or whatever. And just maybe give you a glance, but really yeah. entering into the broken places and spaces in people's lives is I think the call totally. in a lot of this, right? Yeah. Just to see it's a very incarnational, totally. if you will, sort of it flesh and blood sort of way of yeah. engaging with these things. Yeah, there's so. a book called When Helping Hurts. Mm. And it's this book basically about people coming in and the history of the Western church of just saying, oh, we know how to help. Yeah. Without actually saying, what do you want? Yeah. What, what do you, you need? need? What are your core, like, where is the injustice? Yeah. Where is the places of pain? Yeah. Right? And we don't often do the work of, in our local community, in our context, trying to discern, okay, how does the gospel, the yeah. good news of the lordship of Jesus, the reign of the kingdom have an impact nice. here in a positive way. Totally. So we just assume, oh, I know how to do this. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 you got to pay attention you to like, pay what's attention going on. What's going on. And that's yeah. actually how we prevent injustice. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. It's often there's a sort of a seeking for justice that actually perpetuates yeah. injustice because there's a lack of consideration for what is actually, what needed, actually needed in exactly. that community. Yeah, no, it's good. I think... Just maybe kind of one last sort of big thought. Uh, Michael Sandel, Harvard professor, he yeah. has this book on justice, not necessarily a follower of Jesus, but he talks about there's these different aspects of justice in our modern world. And perhaps what the asking the question, what is the just thing to do, might actually come down to, well, there's different ideas of what justice is. Sure. There might be more of like an economic sort of reaction yeah. or thing that needs to take place. Or there yeah. might be more of, you know, there's a freedom aspect where there needs to be some freedom given mm-hmm. to some people. Or there might be an idea of the just thing to do is to have a more virtuous society in yeah. a sense. And Keller kind of takes some of that work, Tim Keller, yeah. and talks about how actually biblically all three of those, whether it's economic or moral virtues or freedom, all of those kind of play a part into a biblical understanding of what yeah. justice is. And when you kind of ask the question in like our modern day, like what is the just thing to do? Well, yeah. we have to ask those questions. Yeah, and we good. have to understand who is and who is not being oppressed and understand yeah. the society and the culture that we're living in yeah. and become a humble people and say, we might not have all the answers. Yeah. We need to ask questions. Yeah, that's good. We need to come along. Yeah, maybe so way. one practical tip as we sort of end this podcast, this video is just maybe pay attention to one, what do you care about in the world mm, yeah. and start praying for it. Yeah. And then two is I think something on the lines of where are the places of pain in your local pathways? Local, yeah. You know, where do you notice that? Where do you not? And then start saying, all right, God, what do you want me to do? To do yeah. In a very simple, humble way, what's the first step? First step. So yeah. I think we start there and see what happens. See what happens. Awesome. Sounds good. Cool.